Ingram Smith, Bud Elliott, back again for another episode of the Nolcast Positional Preview Series here. Running back is the focus for today. Want to thank our friends at Madison Social, and we'll point you to the website, LaborDayTailgate.com. That is the LSU-FSU tailgate that they are doing. Again, LaborDayTailgate.com. Thanks to Matt and his team for making podcasts like these possible. But running back position, we were fortunate enough to start uh, quarterback, decent amount of star power there with Florida State, Jordan Travis. Not having to slide too much down the uh, down the proverbial list here with Trey Benson, kind of one of the names that really started to pop uh, from a broader college football perspective in the final. Uh, well, really, I'd say him taking that kickback against BC is kind of what started to get him a little bit more national recognition. And then his game against Florida was uh, as solid of a game at running back as uh, – is capable of having so excited. This is a deep group with uh, a couple different pieces that are really exciting and intriguing. And uh, let's uh, let's jump into today's conversation. Let's do this thing, man. Really excited to talk running backs. And again, we, we do want you guys to be able to listen to these over the next you know, three to four weeks as a bit of a season preview uh, and maybe on a playlist. So if you want to listen to back to back, we'll try to keep them fairly snappy, which means Bud, shut up. Let's get to the actual talk of the running backs. All right, so. I do read in to Treshawn Ward's decision to transfer to Kansas State because I think Treshawn Ward is an excellent college running back. And the fact that he decided to go to Kansas State, I read into that as a read on how much better Trey Benson is now than he was last season. Trey Benson ran for 990 yards, 6.4 per carry, nine touchdowns. 20% of his rushes went for over, or excuse me, went, went, went for a first down. He had basically like missed tackle on almost a third of his carries, which is uh, extremely, extremely good. Um, look, I just think this guy is a physical freak. Florida State bet on him bouncing back from what looked like a pretty devastating knee injury. I think they had some good in info on this, which is at the time we were like, this take is kind of sketchy. You almost have to sort of embrace it because it's like, wait, wh what do they know, right? Like these guys aren't idiots up there in, in the scouting department. Like what do they know about this kid? Do they have a GPS number on him? Did they have somebody when he was at Oregon that maybe the last, last few weeks that he was at Oregon? Did they happen to know maybe his private trainer and, and saw the work that he was doing, you know, back when he was home in Mississippi? They, I think they knew something and they, they were, in, they ended up correct. Uh, I think his straight line speed relative to his size is uh, one of the best in the country. And yeah, that Boston College kickoff return, as you mentioned, the the GPS numbers that he apparently hit on that. For, that's that's like big man moving stuff. Um, was it, wasn't Kevin Knox. There was a shoot. This is going back like 20 something years. So for, for our old heads, you guys will appreciate this. Who's the guy? And he didn't last because... Um, Oh shoot, Van! We're talking about uh, the kick returner, Van Eric Vanover. Yes, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of going there. Like if you guys are are the YouTube generation, pull up Vanover, kick returning, and just tell me like you don't see a little bit of that like the the big the the, the size plus the, the straight line speed there. There is some stuff that I think Trey can improve on. Of course, everybody can. The vision and the feel, the, the numbers don't totally support this. In my mind, I was like, okay, Treshawn Ward 
absolutely great at getting you what is blocked. Not really sure defenses were scared of Treshawn Ward like they were Trey Benson. But I t- like when I watched him, I'm like, okay, Trey Benson, the vision as far as understanding the blocking scheme, knowing where to go, that needs to improve if he wants to become like a super elite back. But the amount of time he gets stopped in the backfield needs to improve. But I looked at the numbers with Treshawn, like they're kind of the same, man, as far as the getting stopped in the backfield. I did break him down a little more, though. Benson, I think, had four or five games where more than a quarter of his runs were stopped for zero or no game, or, or zero or a negative. Treshawn Ward, only one game like that. So it did seem to be kind of a wider distribution uh, for, for Benson than it did Ward. But I would still rather take Benson because of the game-breaking ability. And I'm I'm curious... How much better do you think he can get? Because last year was his first year. Yeah, that's. I think that's the story here is what's possible for Trey. I mean, I, I had a member of staff tell me like 10, 10 games into last season that, dude, this guy's just starting to figure out what, what the position is. Um, I do, back, to circle back to the very beginning of the conversation, I do think that what you were saying about Treshawn Ward is accurate, particularly pertaining to Benson. Also think it was pertaining to two of the running backs that we're going to talk about in a second as well. Um, <clears throat> Benson, look, when you when you see him in person, not that you need to after some of those pictures became available as far as uh, physical transformation, and, and Trey wasn't a small dude last year by any means. Uh, it's going to be fun to see. It's going to be fun to see what a guy who really has a chance to pick up on the finer aspects of the position, what that looks like. Um I don't mean to turn every position into the wide receiver preview, but like you're going to be able to do some fun damn things with what you have at wide receiver and what the defense has to do because of it. And, and Trey Benson may benefit uh, more so than anybody. Uh, Jaheim Bell, call him a tight end, call him an H-back, call him a wide receiver, whatever. That dude's going to have to be accounted for as well. And uh, in the run game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, uh, dude, I, I was looking at this this morning, actually, because I'm trying to work work a day ahead in our, our, our thing. Do you know that, uh, okay, why don't I do the research and I forget the kid's name. Excuse me. Do, do you know that Bell had 73 carries? Golly. 73 carries last year. Uh, that wouldn't have, we've, we've worked together 13 or 14 years and that was one, that was, that was a real Bud Elliott moment there. Um, no, nah, man, I've never seen this. So I can say this just as like a, Hey, that would be fun like uh, the idea of lining up in pistol with bell and Benson flanking Jordan Travis, uh, what you could do with some lead blocks, what you could do at a, I mean, that, that, that would be a lot of fun. Um, I only because again, haven't seen it. So not revealing insider information here. South Carolina literally did do this quite often. Like I, mm-hmm. I would fake the end around to Jaheim bell all the time. Like Jaheim yeah. bell yesterday had a very long play in the scrimmage and, talked about it afterwards and basically uh, talked smack to defensive coordinator Adam, Adam Fuller that told him mm-hmm. his defense needs to work on tackling. Got to get so, his unit ready. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Back to the position that we uh, were talking about. Now, Benson is uh, going to be very interesting to see how they use Trey uh, if he's still returning kicks. Um, I just think that I think Trey has the chance to have a remarkable year, and uh, I'm really excited to what that looks like. I also think 
what is behind Trey Benson is very special. Rodney Hill is the truth, y'all. Rodney Hill will be a very, very good running back. Having said that, when I was at practice last week, two to three times a day, I'd look up to a Phillies 10, 15 yards deep on a run, making the making a safety miss and gone. I mean, Toa Philly's a, a special player that you can incorporate in the offense so many different ways. Uh, it is really, really exciting as to what they have. And also from the glimpses that I saw the freshman running back, Singleton, pretty impressive as well. So they've got some they've got some bodies loaded up. And uh, this position is one that uh, I, I'm, I'm almost as intrigued by the workload share and how they do this as I am necessarily what the, you know, what RB1 is going to look like. I, I think I got a pretty good idea as to what Benson's ultimately going to be, but you do want to see the consistency that you reference there. You know, you, it's tough to have a game like Florida and then have a game like Oklahoma, right? When you're, when you're talking purely of Benson, like you want, you don't want the variance to be quite there. And obviously there's, there's things that go into that, but um this group as a whole is really, really exciting. And and just like we talked about Bell, um, man, you can use Toa Philly in so many different ways. It will be really interesting to see how he's ultimately incorporated into this. Uh, and then Rodney Hill is a more traditional running back who I think has uh, has a very, very bright future in his own right. So some guys who I don't want to say – talent-wise, because I'm, I'm not going to go there and, and get clipped on this, but running style, running style, Trey Benson reminds me of, this is, I'm, I'm definitely going to get clipped for this, but anyway, Derrick Henry, Leonard Fournette, Adrian Peterson, and a little bit of like a McGahee, right? Dudes who, they're all kind of faster than they are quick. Like the first step is not amazing, but the top end relative to being a runner who is 215 plus poundage mm -hmm. uh, is is really you know pretty impressive. Guys who you really had to stop them in the backfield, otherwise you were in real trouble. If if they burst through that first level, uh, that is that's a problem. This is sort of a well like no duh statement here, but I do think that Florida State how they run their goal really needs to be get Trey through the line clean. And then he'll create once he once he's through. You know, you're a year too younger than me, and you didn't grow up in Atlanta, so this may not be as good of a reference for you. But did you ever see Robert Edwards at Georgia? What did he look yeah, like? Like uh, not not enough to like make the comp, but I, okay. I, I know who it is. Yeah, big big body running back. He ended up shredding his knee at a NFL All Pro like rookie two hand touch game. Like the reason oh. not to ever do anything like that. Uh, but a safety who. Turned into a running back and was a was a menace and was a big back who took a second to get going, but when he did, was really really impressive. And that's that's kind of what comes to mind when I uh, think about Trey's running style. Um, it's that that's kind of what I'll be interested in. It's it when the plays there for only six yards is Trey a mature enough running back to just put his head down, pick up those six, and say, "I'll get it next time." Uh, that that's kind of what you're looking for. And not every play has to be Florida. Not every play, you know, you need to be able to bounce at the outside and end up throwing the safety into the, into the bench or something like that. Just or do you get comfortable enough taking what's there 
And then when the big play does present itself, uh, having the ability to to you know ultimately take advantage of, of some of these larger chunk plays or some of these larger highlight plays as they come. Winning on the margins here will, will be interesting as well for me. Um, again, comfort within the system, understanding the system can, can go a long way in this. It, it also, it's also sort of like blitz pickup is essentially understanding what you need to do. Having somewhat of size can help certainly in it. And then a willingness to, to do it. I don't really trust some of these grading services when they're evaluating blitz pickup for backs because I'm not really sure they understand what the actual responsibilities are at times and the sample sizes are are, are real real small. But Treshawn did grade out a lot higher uh, at blitz pickup on you know like what are using stats and info or PFF or whatever than Benson did. So we'll have to see how well Benson uh, does in blitz pickup this year. The other area that they're going to have to find somebody else to do, unless Benson takes a big step up, and again, like if he was perfect in all areas and ran as fast as he does at the size he does, he just wouldn't be around, <laughs> right? I mean, like like he would be playing on Sundays already. Uh, is is catching the ball? We we talk about how Johnny Wilson has to improve his drop rate clearly. Like if he wants to be a top pick can't be dropping the ball 9% of the time or I actually, the other one, uh, the sports info, I think had him at 12. So we'll get to that mm. in the receiver preview, but like that's got, we, we got, we got to improve that for a running back though. A 6% drop rate is, uh, is high enough to where it kind of makes you think we just, we probably shouldn't be throwing the ball uh, to, unless he can improve it because it's a very small sample size thing, right? They only threw him 16 targets. So I really, like that's that's not much, right? That's like that. I don't really care. That, that's not a big enough sample for me to definitively say that Trey cannot catch the ball. I just want to see more, uh, more from him to know if he can or not. Honestly, and then if he can't, then may, maybe that is where Tofilly gets gets more reps, or uh, you know, if if Hill uh, or or Kazai Holmes, like that, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth mentioning Holmes. Holmes uh, flashes about once a practice as well. Uh, there's there's crazy depth at that position. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they try to try to work everybody into it. Uh, it's an impressive group. Benson is. Uh, yeah, Benson is, is an exciting prospect to watch this year. I, I It's it's just great to have dynamic pieces throughout the list or throughout the offense that you can lean on. And uh, Benson to me, really feels like he's on the verge of becoming uh, what I would call like a college football household name. Like people, people are going to be talking about Trey Benson and talking about the fact that he could be starting at any program in the country uh, yeah. and excited to see what it looks like against LSU because I, I think there's uh, not many yards that come easy against a defense like that. And if you go out and have a performance that I think he's capable of doing, I think that college football household name status comes comes even earlier. So. That's the running backs, man. This this group is loaded. This group is loaded for a couple years to come. And uh, my understanding is there's a, there's a couple of high schoolers that are coming that are pretty decent as well. So future's bright at running back. This uh, this will be a fun position group to to preview for a couple of years here now. So 
Uh, with that, bud, I think that'll be our uh, our running back preview. We'll be back to you with the uh, wide receiver preview next. We'll actually do that rather than just bleeding into uh, each preview, talking about how excited we are for the wide receivers. Talk to you soon. See you, buddy.